from Pacifica Radio's KPFK 90.7 FM in Los Angeles. This is the broadcast. We are live today from the KPFK studios in Los Angeles. That's heard on 90.7 FM in LA, 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara, 93.7 FM in San Diego, 99.5 FM Ridgecrest and China Lake. In Oregon, 91.7 FM KYAQ on the Central Coast, 106.7 FM KSO in Cottage Grove, 93 FM WLRI Lancaster, Pennsylvania, 88.5 FM KAKU, the voice of Maui, and of course, coast to coast and around the globe on kpfk.org. On the uh, streaming on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Indie Media Weekly, FYI Nation, Radio or Not, Radio Free Brooklyn, and Radio Sputnik. I'm Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, all-around swell fellow from bradblog.com says me. uh, We've got a, a big breaking news show today. We had hoped to follow up our coverage Uh, From yesterday's broadcast, when we spoke with Brandon Smith, the independent journalist who obtained the Chicago PD dash cam video showing the killing of 17-year-old African-American Laquan McDonald by Chicago PD PD police officer Jason Van Dyke. We had also planned to cover the U.N. climate conference in Paris Featuring the largest gathering of world leaders in history, that conference will continue this week and next. We may get to some of that, but uh, right now, as we go to air today, and as I say, we are live in the Pacifica Radio uh, studios in Los Angeles. Everything is changing quickly uh, due to uh, these reports now of another mass shooting today, this time in San Bernardino, California. Not far from where we are here in Los Angeles. Um, The shooting took place at uh, the Inland Regional Center, which is a social services facility for people with developmental disabilities. It is uh, three separate buildings. The shooting was reportedly at one of those buildings at a conference center within the complex. Reportedly, and it's and it's remarkable, frankly, how little information we have now, even uh, several hours after this attack took place. Uh, we've got a reporter on the scene. We'll get to uh, our KPFK news director, Ernesto Arce, shortly. Uh, these, this Inland Regional Center provides services to some 30,000 people in the Riverside and San Bernardino areas. Um, the, the clients there range from toddlers to seniors, according to the center. Uh, Arrowhead Hospital is uh, reportedly treating eight victims at, uh, at, at, at last report, but we now have confirmed from the San, Bernardi- San Bernardino Police Chief Jared Bergwan that 14 people are dead and upwards of 14 people injured. Uh, Sheriff Jared Bergwan spoke uh, within the hour to reporters. Uh, here's a clip from his press conference. At 11 o'clock this, uh, this morning, late this morning, early afternoon, we received a call here at the Inland Regional Center, 1400 block of South Waterman, of a shooting. It was quickly apparent that we had what amounted to an active shooter situation. What we have so far is information to, that um, up to three people had entered the building 
and had opened fire on people inside of the building. Uh, we do have uh, some preliminary numbers of upwards of 14 people that are dead and upwards of 14 people that are injured. Uh, we think those are pretty reliable, but keep in mind those are potentially subject to change. They are preliminary numbers. Uh, the 14 that are wounded have been taken to various area hospitals. As officers initially arrived on scene, uh, they went into the active shooter protocols, the things that we trained for. They immediately entered the building in search of the suspects. Initial information is that the, I'm sorry, that the suspects were potentially still inside of the building. It is a massive facility, uh, employs several hundred people, and it's taken a long time to clear the building. In fact, I think we still have assets inside that are, that are completing that, uh, that clearing process. Um, information that I think is probably the most reliable at this point is that the suspects uh, have fled uh, potentially in a dark colored SUV. We do not have any identification on who those suspects are. We do not know what the motive is for the shooting at this point. That was once again Chief Jared Bergwan of the San Bernardino Police at the scene of this uh, shooting, this latest mass shooting here in these United States, this time uh, taking place just about uh, an hour or so east of where we are at the uh, KPFK studios here in, uh, in Los Angeles. That was out in uh, San Bernardino County. Uh, the chief went on to say that they have uh, that uh, the suspects fled potentially in a dark SUV. They have no idea who they are. They have no idea of the motive at this point. They say they have no info whether this is uh, terrorism in the way that it is now thought of in this country. He says, obviously, at a minimum, this is a case of domestic terrorism. Uh, San Bernardino County Sheriff John McMahon says the search of the building is still ongoing. Uh, they have locked down the courts and the local and city count, uh, city county buildings in San Bernardino out of an abundance of caution at this point. Uh, and I believe this was, I'm not sure if this was an FBI uh, or ATF spokesman. Uh, they are on the scene as well. He says he does not know if this is a terrorist in incident. We take presumption that it may or may not be. How's that for helpful? All right. We, uh, do we have uh, Ernesto standing by? We do. All right. Let's go out to uh, KPFK News Director Ernesto Arce. He is on the scene in San Bernardino. Uh, Ernesto, uh, welcome to the broadcast. Do we have you live? Good afternoon, Brad. I'm here. Okay, very good. Uh, good to talk to you. Uh, I know you have been out there for the past hour or so on the ground in San Bernardino. Uh, what are you seeing? And then we'll uh, get an idea of who you've spoken to, what you've been able to learn over the past hour or so. It looks like there's still a lot of chaos here in the scene. I'm about maybe half a mile away from the shooting. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, dark-colored SUV, uh, you know, police vehicles, ATF vehicles, FBI vehicles that are coming in. Uh, circling the vicinity, uh, there's a lot of San, a lot of uh, activity from San Bernardino County sheriffs as well as San Bernardino Police Department officials, um, neighboring police department officials as well from Fontana, Rialto. Uh, there, there's just a lot of activity here. A lot of people that are very nervous. Um, obviously, you know, nerves are, are, are uh, you know people are on mm -hmm. on their last nerve here after what what has happened today. And again, I don't have too much more information than what you, than what you uh, have just broadcast. Um, 
I've spoken with a lot of witnesses, a lot of people that were actually in the building at the time, and it seems that one thing is clear, uh, the attack, or at least the target, seems to be that banquet room in front of the IRC, in front of the Inland Resource Center. Mm -hmm. So whatever uh, special banquet and or job training facility they were, or job training event they were having at that time seemed to be the target of the three suspects. And again, we haven't even been able to confirm if it's three suspects. We just spoke with, uh, you know, we got a lot of the same information that you mm -hmm. did. Um, uh, San Bernardino County Sheriff uh, Jared Burwan had mentioned that, um, that, yeah, they are three suspects. And he actually did mention that this is a case of domestic terrorism. And so, uh, you know, with that information, you know, we've been able to kind of break down some of the other, uh, some of the other events. As you've mentioned, uh, the casualties, 14 people have been confirmed dead. Um, at least 14 uh, have been injured as well, uh, not including those that might have been injured, you know, trying to uh, run out or in a stampede mm -hmm. uh, from one of those IRC buildings. Um, just spoke with uh, someone who, uh, who has, whose wife works for uh, the IRC, and he mentioned that his wife is actually still in a quote-unquote uh, safe center. Uh, she's unable to divulge where her, um, you know, where her whereabouts are. Uh, law enforcement has uh, had, had ordered that, and um, but she did say that she saw at least one of the gunmen. Um, didn't uh, explain too much information, but did say that they had some sort of protective clothing. I don't know if that's if that meant fatigues or, or what other people are describing as some sort of uh, um, uh, you know bulletproof vests and, and, and things like that. Uh, as the uh, San Bernardino County Sheriff mentioned. Um, you know, they came in with a very clear intent to to do damage, and they had a very clear target of who it was that they were trying to, uh, you know, to, to take out in this. Um... Uh, did we just lose Ernesto? It appears we just lost uh, Ernesto Arce. He's our uh, KPFK news director on the scene in San Bernardino. Uh, with that live report there, Desi Doyen, uh, let me know if you're able to get him back on. Uh, had a bunch of questions I wanted to get to him. He was mentioning the IRC, that is, of course, the Inland Regional Center, uh, where this shooting took place today, this mass shooting took place, uh, regarded as, at a minimum, a case of domestic terrorism by the authorities on the scene. Uh, the the Inland Regional Center provides uh, services to some 30,000 people, uh, people with developmental disabilities. It's a complex of three separate buildings, and uh, you heard Ernesto talk about that that conference center right now. The the shooting was reportedly at one just one of those three buildings, as I understand it. That's what I was hoping to uh, get confirmed from. Uh, from Ernesto, if we're able to get him back. Uh, but there was a conference center. There is one of those three buildings is a conference center within that complex. Uh, and it was reportedly rented out to some outside group today. Uh, unclear who that group was uh, exactly at this point, and uh, which is, uh, frankly, somewhat surprising. We are now uh, just hours, but uh, about three or four hours since the first reports of the shooting. I would have suspected we'd have more information about uh, what was going on at that facility, at that rented-out facility. But what we do know, uh, as uh, Ernesto uh, confirmed there, 
Um, 14 dead right now at a minimum. Uh, and uh, some uh, the words that uh, uh, the San Bernardino police used upwards of 14 people injured. Uh, do we have Ernesto back? Uh, let's go back to uh, Ernesto. Uh, Ernesto Arte, Arce, KPFK News Director. Uh, were you able to tell at the scene, were you able to get close enough to the scene, Ernesto, to determine uh, whether the focus was all on that one center. You mentioned that uh, that conference center, which was apparently rented out. Uh, was the shooting only in that one building, or, or are you able to tell uh, from the focus of, uh, of officials at that three-building complex? Yeah, the area, the staging area where the media has been allowed to get as close to the scene as possible is still about uh, maybe a quarter mile of a, a mile away, so we really honestly couldn't get too close to the uh, to the actual building. My understanding from the press conference and some of the uh, follow-up questions that were made to uh, the San Bernardino Sheriff's Department is that um, you, you know everything was tar- everything happened. All of the the uh, the violence happened right in that banquet room in that conference center, and it didn't extend to any of the other two buildings that comprise the IRC. The uh, Inland Resource Center. And uh, um, f- federal law enforcement sources now tell the L.A. Times, uh, Ernesto, that the group hosting that uh, party or whatever it was at that center appears to have been the target of this attack, as opposed to the center itself, as opposed to the Inland Regional Center, which, uh, again, uh, serves as a service facility for, for people with uh, developmental uh, disabilities. You uh, right. we, you had dropped your signal, uh, Ernesto, as you were talking about uh, speaking with some of the eyewitnesses uh, there over the past hour? Right. And it appears that uh, so many of the people that I spoke to who were waiting on news uh, for the, from their loved ones, uh, they mentioned the same thing. A lot of the employees of the IRC got out. They were fine. A lot of the uh, IRC employees actually, you know, you know, looked around their office building, and most of them said that most, or at least uh, you know, those that I spoke with, had confirmed that all of their, their co-workers were fine. They walked out. Uh, some of them are in quote-unquote safe areas. Um, as they're trying to, uh, you know, figure out where, who, or or where the suspects may be. But yeah, I mean, it seemed like it, it, the target was this uh, banquet room that was rented out. Um, some say that it was uh, county personnel, that it was, um, you know, might have been state workers as well. But that appears to be the target right now. And uh, you know, one one thing that, as I was mentioning right before we got cut off, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, the San Bernardino Sheriff's. Uh, uh, you know, Jared Bergwan had confirmed that, well, at least he made the statement, um, this is definitely a case of domestic terrorism. And as President Obama mentioned just maybe a few minutes ago, that he was also very concerned of a pattern of mass shootings that has no parallel anywhere else in the world. That's for sure. And we're going to uh, talk about that in, in a bit after we take a break, And because I, I know you've got to get uh, back to file your report here at the station, Ernesto. Are, you had Most mentioned certainly. that. What's that? Uh, you had you had mentioned at the top of your uh, comments that there are a lot of dark colored SUVs uh, that were uh, from uh, officials there, from police officials. Uh, have they uh, have the officials confirmed the report was that there was one to three shooters? And I don't know if they've narrowed that down or if they've confirmed that to be three shooters. And also 
that that uh, one or three shooters may have fled in a dark SUV. But then there was uh, reports later that that dark SUV could also have been a, a security vehicle. Uh, have they come out with any more hard information about the number of shooters and whether or not those shooters did, in fact, uh, flee in a in a dark SUV that I suspect they're now uh, combing the Southland for at this point? Right. The local media, Southern California media, has been very persistent here at these press conferences. I mean, they've pressed the sheriff's department and the San Bernardino police officials, uh, you know, about just exactly how many suspects are out there. You know, people need to know. Um, and they have, we have been able to confirm that they're shooters, uh, plural, so it's not just one, mm-hmm. but we are. We don't know if it's either two, three, and, uh, you know, uh, Chief um, Burwan had mentioned that there's a possibility that there might be even more than three, and that's what they're trying to uh, deduce right now. And, um, yeah, as I was mentioning, I mean, there's just so many uh, dark-colored SUVs. Yeah. A lot of them belong to the FBI. Some of them might belong to, um, uh, you know, sheriff SWAT teams uh, or even undercover, uh, you know, CHP-type um, agent, you know, agency programs. So it, it's really hard to tell. There's just so many of them out here. Um so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell, and, and I'm sure even for the officials it's hard for them, or the authorities it's hard for them to, to determine whether uh, that Yukon GMC uh, dark-colored SUV that uh, so many media outlets are reporting is yeah. where the suspects got away in. It's hard to determine whether that's, you know, whether it was actually another um, law enforcement uh, SUV or not. Ernesto Arce, you co- you uh, have been covering Southern California for KPFK here for uh, a number of many years. Have you ever seen over any situation over a decade? Uh, we don't have a lot of these uh, mass shootings out here uh, of this sort. Have you? Do you recall seeing anything like this uh, in your uh, more than a decade of coverage uh, of Southern California? The only recent shooting that I can compare it to is the uh, the shooting that happened in Seal Beach a few years ago. I want to say maybe five or six years ago, oh, um, right. where there was the, the the one lone gunman who entered a a beauty salon, a hairdresser, a right? It was a hair, right. So I mean, aside from that, I mean, and, and I was actually um, uh, I didn't actually make it all the way there. I just you know had another assignment that we were taking care of or reporting on at the time. But I, I think that's about the only mass shooting that I could remember, uh, mass shooting meaning, you know, more than seven or eight victims, mm-hmm. um, you know, in Southern California in quite some time. So this is, um, this is probably the first, but unfortunately, you know, as, as many people have already mentioned, it's just one in, in a string of, of mass shootings across the country. Uh, I, I, are the buildings, I, I want to let you go, uh, Ernesto, but are the buildings uh, still on lockdown down there as far as the other buildings, the other two uh, b- buildings at the complex as well? We've had reports that the uh, uh, the, the, the county office buildings, uh, county courts and so forth, are also locked down, or at least right. were. Can you confirm if that is still the case? Yes, that is definitely still the case. Not only are those three IRC buildings completely shut down and surrounded, but every building in that vicinity has been shut down. I've been talking to um, to uh, employees and workers who work down the street who said that they were evacuated. So I'm not sure if that was the actual um, owner of the business and or organization or if that was a mandate by the Sheriff's Department and or San Bernardino Police Department. But I do know that all city, county uh, offices and, and buildings have been shut down to, for precautionary measures. And, um, and yeah, people are, you know, they've got rattled nerves, a lot of people crying, 
um, who actually spoke with uh, a woman who was uh, who was actually in in a stretcher. But she apparently she wasn't injured by gunfire. But she as she was uh, you know, trying to run out uh, and seek cover, she actually uh, uh, I think she hurt her ankle um, or something like that. But yeah, I mean we're we're talking to a lot of people that are uh, obviously impacted by the shooting, and uh, we'll have a full report in just a couple of hours. Uh, it, that area, by the way, in San Bernardino, uh, highly populated in in San Bernardino and Riverside overall. But that specific area is that a sort of a a, a rural area, or is there a lot of uh, uh, buildings? Can you describe that uh, that area there? That's not right in downtown uh, San Bernardino, is it? We're not far from downtown San Bernardino. We're I'm not super familiar with the area, but mm-hmm. we're right off the 10 freeway uh, by the 10 and the 15. Um, it's, we're maybe five minutes from downtown San Bernardino. It's, it's not a, uh, San Bernardino city itself is not too big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not in the county area. We're actually in the city, uh, city proper. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's a small area. It's very populated. There's, um, you know, there's a lot of office buildings. There's uh, government buildings, even though the the city of San Bernardino declared bankruptcy not too long ago and is in, you know, embroiled in a lot of uh, financial troubles, uh, there's a lot of city offices, office buildings. The police department is not too far from here. Um, you know, county sheriffs have their their agency just right down the street. There's a lot of a lot of activity in this area. Uh, Ernesto Arce, KPFK News Director, greatly appreciate your live report on the ground out there in San Bernardino. I know you got to get back here to file your report, so drive safely back here. We will see you at the station. Uh, and, of course, uh, if you if you pick up anything uh, new along the way, feel free to give us a call while we're still on, on the air on the broadcast. Ernesto, greatly appreciate it, my friend. Will do. Thanks so much, Brad. You bet. That was Ernesto Arce in San Bernardino uh, on the ground at that shooting where, uh, repeating once again, uh, 14 people dead in this mass shooting, upwards of 14 people injured, according to the police out there. Now, uh, Desi Doyen, I don't know, do we have, uh, do we have phones uh, available or, or, or are we fighting with uh, the call-in phones? Because I did want to open up the phones. I know we have a lot of listeners in the San Bernardino area. We are live today uh, out there in San Bernardino. Do you know? Are we able to uh, we receive calls? We are working on it as we speak. We are working speak. on it. Yes, yes, right now. Uh, okay. you, if you call in, you won't be able to get through, but they okay. are resetting it right really? now, so we'll see if that works. Should I give out the number and then the first person who, uh, when the in, phones work, in. gets in? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, maybe so. That old raffle, 818-985-5735 is our phone number, 818-985-KPFK. We will try to get to some of your calls. If you're uh, if you're in the area out there in San Bernardino, we'd love to hear from you. Um, uh, you know, with, with any thoughts, any reports, any eyewitness reports that I know we have in our huge KPFK listening area. Um, I will. Let's uh, tell you what. Let's take a quick break, and we will come back with uh, maybe some of those calls and the uh, remarks from President Obama. I meant to apologize at the top of the hour, as you can tell if you haven't been listening to the broadcast over the past week or so. I'm sick as a dog. Actually, I'm much better. I'm feeling better, uh, but I want to apologize if I'm a, a little uh, hoarse and cloggy today on the broadcast. Thank you for uh, bearing with me as we try to sort all of this out, as we try to figure out what's going on in this uh Boy, just another day. And I should add, before we go to break, uh, this isn't even the first mass shooting of the day. It's the second one. More on that in a bit. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with more Bradcast. I'm Brad Friedman. Don't touch that dial.
Hey, this is Brad. Do you enjoy your non-corporatized, commercial-free Bradcast? Yeah, me too. But we need your help to stay that way. Please consider supporting the investigative blogging, broadcasting, and muckraking that we do here on the Bradcast and the Green News Report and bradblog.com with a donation. It's easy. Stop by bradblog.com donate and drop a few dollars in the tip jar. You can make a one-time contribution or an automatic monthly donation of any amount you like. It's easy. It'll take you about 60 seconds, and you'll help me and Desi stay on the air to continue our troublemaking and muckraking without the corporate influence of anyone. Got it? Thanks. Stop by bradblog.com donate to help us out today. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com with live coverage this afternoon, this evening, this morning, whenever you happen to be joining us of the uh, mass shooting in San Bernardino uh, at the Inland Regional Center where 14 people are confirmed now dead, another 14 injured, uh, and uh, very few answers, remarkably few answers. Uh, for what is going on, what is happening, what was the motive behind this attack, even how many attackers there were. Was it one? Was it two? Was it three? I think we know that there are that there was more than one. Uh, reportedly, they were using long rifles, uh, long guns, not handguns, according to uh, San Bernardino police. Um, but we don't know a lot more. And apparently the shooter or shooters have now escaped. Uh, uh, we don't know where they are. We don't even know if they've escaped in this uh, dark SUV, as had uh, initially been reported. If, if so, by now, they have probably uh, dumped that vehicle and could be going somewhere else. The, uh, the, the attack was on one specific conference center at the Inland Regional Center, that three-building complex. Uh, the L.A. Times is now reporting their sources from L, uh, uh, federal officials that it wasn't the conference uh, that I'm sorry, that it wasn't the Inland Regional Center itself in San Bernardino that was being targeted. The uh, the center that serves uh, people with developmental disabilities, but rather the group that was uh, renting out the conference facility. Uh, just in it's literally seconds ago from AP, police say shots have now been fired. Uh, a suspect is down uh, near California mass shooting site. It is unclear if this report is related. That's brand new news. Um, wow. OK. Uh, President Obama was uh, being interviewed in Paris by CBS News, I believe, earlier today. He's, of course, in Paris for the COP21 conference, the uh, COP, I always forget what that's called, Desi Doyle. It's what, the, the Conference, conference of, parties, of Parties, and that's the right. parties that are a party to the UN, United Nations right. Framework Convention on Climate Change. Mm -hmm. So it's the 21st meeting of the Conference of the Parties, COP21. There you go. I always forget what COP stands for in that situation. And, of course, we had hoped to cover COP21 
today, but uh, things change very quickly around here. In any event, President Obama was being interviewed in Paris, where he is there for that conference with about 150 other world lead leaders, largest gathering in history of world leaders. He was being interviewed by CBS News when he was informed about this latest mass shooting today uh, in San Bernardino. Here's what uh, the president had to say in response. You know, my hope is is that um, you know, we're able to contain this particular shooting and, and uh, we don't yet know what the motives uh, of, of the shooters are. Uh, but what we do know is, is that there are steps we can take to make uh, Americans safer uh, and that we should come together in a bipartisan basis at every level of government to, um, to you know, make these rare uh, as opposed to normal. We should never think that uh, this is uh, something that just happens in the ordinary course of events because it doesn't happen uh, with the same frequency in other countries. Rare as opposed to normal. We should make that uh, our, our goal here. Yeah, I, I think we should. That was the president speaking today uh, following the shooting in San Bernardino, uh, the mass shooting in San Bernardino. Um, it, uh, rare. These shootings, unfortunately, have become anything but rare. In fact, as I said before the break, this is uh, not the first mass shooting of the day. This is the second mass shooting just today, and it's the third mass shooting since the Colorado Springs uh, uh, attack on Planned Parenthood on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. This is now the 355th mass shooting this year. That is more than one a day. Uh, according to the uh, Washington Post, their Wonk blog, uh, the San Bernardino shooting is the 355th mass shooting this year. According to a mass shooting tracker maintained by, uh, a, a, by a, a subreddit on the uh, a Reddit website, the Reddit tracker defines mass shootings as incidents in which four or more people, including the gunmen, are killed or injured by gunfire. The uh, mass shooting tracker that they run over there, and unfortunately, they, they need to run that mass shooting tracker because it is so difficult to, uh, to keep track of this information. The CDC has been barred from, uh, by Congress from uh, collecting a lot of this data. So unfortunately, we've got to rely on, on third parties, on uh, uh, sites like Reddit to come up with this information. In any, in any event, the mass shooting tracker over at Reddit uh, is different from other shooting databases in that it uses a broader definition of, of mass shooting. The old FBI definition focused on four or more people killed as part of a single shooting. Uh, this would also be the second mass shooting just today. In the early morning hours, one person was killed and three were injured in an incident in Savannah, Georgia, that I hadn't even heard about. Uh, until seeing this report in the Washington Post. So when the president uh, says that these should be rare as opposed to normal, I'm afraid they've become quite normal in that we don't even hear about them anymore. Um, it's, it's, it's just incredible. Uh, the number of mass shootings, as I say, so far this year has already surpassed the total number of mass shootings in 2014, according to the Reddit tracker, and the pace is well above 2013's pace as well, when a total of 363 mass shootings occur. That is a record 
that I would prefer we didn't break, but it looks like we are on our way to doing so. Uh, latest reports indicate now that officials are honing in on a house uh, in uh, in the San Bernardino area, Desi Doyne? Yes, that's from uh, our news, I mean, I'm sorry, our uh, interim program director, Alan Minsky, who okay. says that uh, federal authorities uh, and other news reports indicate that they have uh, zeroed in on a house in the area um, and that that's all we have so far. That could mean nothing. That could mean something. That could mean nothing in these events. Unfortunately, well, I think it means kind of something. There's yeah. usually not a reason for them to hone in and uh, surround a house uh, in San Bernardino. So we'll, we'll yes. see. <laughs> yes, obviously it's part of this search. Uh, but who knows? Uh, there's also this report that there is another shooting in the area, in the vicinity uh, of this uh, of this shooting uh, at the uh, Inland Regional Center. Uh, just phew, amazing. Um, uh, and I don't know, uh, Des, are, they're still working on the phones, of course. Okay, they're still working on those phones. The, uh, the, the, the presidential candidates rang in throughout the day, uh, and frankly, some remarkable comments. And let me share with you, uh, well, first I'll share with you the, uh, the Democratic uh, candidates' remarks. Martin O'Malley Tweeted. They all took to Twitter one way or another uh, to tweet their responses to this shooting today. Uh, Martin O'Malley says, horrifying news out of San Bernardino. Enough is enough. It's time to stand up to the NRA and enact meaningful gun safety laws. Of course, it requires standing up to the NRA because just uh, Tuesday on Tuesday, Paul Ryan, uh, the, the, uh, you know, a big fan of the NRA and vice versa. Paul Ryan blocked a bill to prevent terrorists from buying guns. Now, this is something that I've gone out uh, for years and talked about the terrorist supporting NRA. That's exactly what they are. They have spent uh, time. They have spent money uh, trying to make sure that people on the terrorist watch list on the no-fly list, that those people are not barred from buying guns, which is continues, continues to blow my mind, continues to be amazing. Uh, now, yes, there are too many people, frankly, on the terrorist watch list. There's a lot of problems with that terrorist watch list. But if there is any way, if there's any way at all to start saying, well, you know what, maybe we ought to uh, take a second or two. Maybe we want to wait a day or two and check out if these people who are on the terrorist watch list should be able to buy guns. Uh, well, the NRA is against it. And uh, Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, is against it. Just continues to blow my mind. In any event, um, Hillary Clinton uh, tweeted that uh, she refuses to accept this as normal. She says we must take action to stop gun violence now. And in fact, she was speaking about gun control as the San Bernardino shooting unfolded. Uh, she said, uh, and these were her remarks right at that moment. She said, I'll tell you what it also means standing up to the gun lobby. The gun lobby, 90 Americans a day die from gun violence, homicides, suicides, tragic avoidable accidents. 33,000 Americans a year die, says uh, Hillary Clinton, as, uh, as she was speaking, as this San Bernardino uh, event was breaking out today. She says it's time for us to say we are going to have comprehensive background checks. We are going to close the gun show loopholes. We are going to close the online gun loophole. We are going to close the Charleston loophole and the immunity for the gun makers and sellers. And listen to this. And this is what gets me, says Hillary Clinton. 
You know what I just outlined? She said all of that is supported by 92 percent of Americans and more importantly, 83 percent of gun owners. And that's something I've been pointing out for years. This is not something that, you know, a bunch of lefty radicals here at uh, KPFK and Pacifica Radio are calling for. This is what actual members of the NRA are calling for. Eighty three percent of gun owners uh, want those loopholes closed, uh, she says, because they want want to be responsible and not let guns fall into the wrong hands. Bernie Sanders says mass shootings are becoming an almost everyday occurrence in this country. This sickening and senseless gun violence must stop. We will contrast that in a moment with some of the remarks from uh <laughs> Some of the mind-blowing remarks, uh, frankly, from the uh, Republican candidates uh, following this. But uh, John Weiner has just walked in. He is the host of the 4 o'clock report here on, uh, on KPFK Pacifica Radio in Los Angeles, where we're covering the shooting live. Uh, he has a news update. John Weiner, how are you, sir? Thanks, Brad. Uh, I've been uh, following on TV and on the live news radio. Uh, the TV cameras now are showing... Uh, the aftermath of a exchange of gunfire uh, with a black SUV. Mm. Uh, one of the uh, uh, people inside the black SUV is down on the ground. The SUV has been surrounded by uh, hundreds of uh, San Bernardino uh, police. They have two Bearcat armored vehicles, or maybe it's three. Uh, there seems to be one, at least one other person inside the SUV. All the windows have been shut out. The last I heard before I came into the KPFK studios here, the Bearcats, uh, there were two Bearcats right up against the black SUV trying to determine whether the person inside was uh, alive or dead or injured or... Are these uh, Bearcats? These are these uh, big armored, armored armored vehicles that have remote control. Are they not? Uh, no, control? I think there are people inside, and they have ports. They're trying to look in. They've shot out all the windows of the black SUV, and they're trying to look in inside to see uh, if there's any signs of life. Of and there's at least one person uh, in the SUV. This is all of as about five minutes ago. That black SUV is now uh, surrounded, and they're trying to determine. Uh, so there's uh, one uh, inhabitant of the black SUV is down on the ground, not known right now whether he's alive or dead. Mm. One in the vehicle, uh, uh, not known whether he is alive or dead, and that's what they're trying to determine uh, right now. Wow. Thank you for that report, John Weiner. Uh, of course, we'll be uh, continuing to cover this on your show when we are done here today. Uh, thank you, John. Uh, yeah, there is uh, this suspect now uh, being reported by L.A. Times. It's unclear if that is the uh, this, the same incident reported by AP. A lot of information coming now as we go to air. Uh, if that's the same incident reported by AP moments ago that there was a shooting in the San Bernardino area. Again, I would caution everyone that there is a lot of unconfirmed information in these cases in the moments after the shooting. And I'm always amazed how often they are reporting it as, uh, uh, you know, multiple shooters. And then it turns out to be just a single shooter. In this case, uh, at least if uh, the information coming in now about this uh, vehicle surrounded, um, it has to do with this uh, with this incident, uh, the shooting incident. Then it would seem that there, there were, in fact, more than one shooter this time around. 
Uh, what a, what an amazing day. Uh, Desi Doyen, keep me up uh, up to date as as that case moves forward. KTLA TV now here in Los Angeles is reporting that SWAT teams have surrounded that uh, heavily damaged black SUV in San Bernardino. So we will keep our eyes on that in our live coverage. Uh, before we go to a break here, and we may be able to come back, and Desi Doyle, we may even be able to get to your Green News report. We'll see. It has been a long time, I know. Um, I read some of the responses from the Democratic presidents, and make of them what you will. Uh, in the case of Hillary Clinton, obviously, as she was speaking, uh, a substantive response there. Uh, Bernie Sanders calling it sickening and, and says senseless gun violence must stop. Martin O'Malley says enough is enough. Time to stand up to the NRA. Meanwhile, over on the Republican side, let's uh, just give you a couple of these um, <laughs> couple of these remarks, uh, which sound shockingly familiar. As a matter of fact, uh, one of them, uh, the, the comment from Jeb Bush is almost verbatim, I believe, uh, what he had said after the Planned Parenthood shooting in Colorado Spring just days ago on Friday. Jeb Bush says uh, on Twitter, praying for the victims, their families, and the San Bernardino first responders in the wake of this tragic shooting. See if you find anything uh, uh, familiar in these uh, comments. Governor Mike Huckabee, praying for those impacted by the shooting today in California. Dr. Ben Carson, my thoughts and prayers are with the shooting victims and their families in San Bernardino. George Pataki says he is praying for the victims and first responders in San Bernardino for a quick resolution. John Kasich says my thoughts and prayers go out to those impacted by the shooting in San Bernardino, especially the first responders. Lindsey Graham, thoughts and prayers are with San Bernardino. Ted Cruz, our prayers are with the victims, their families, and the first responders in San Bernardino. Rand Paul says, my thoughts and prayers are with the victims, families, and brave first responders during this unspeakable tragedy. Well, that's a lot of thoughts. That's a lot of prayers. That's very, very little action. And clearly, uh, none of those uh, Republican candidates for president are interested in action. They are interested in thoughts and prayers and hopes and big bearded men in the sky coming down and saving us from these mass shootings. God forbid we should actually take action. Take a quick break and we'll be back with more broadcast. Uh, I don't does. Uh, do we have phones? Is that a sign? We do. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Call in uh, if you like. 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. 818-985-5735. Uh, I'll see it when I believe it. We'll see when those uh, phones call, phone calls come in. Love to hear from you, though, if the phones do work. 818-985-5735. I'm Brad Friedman. This is your Bradcast. Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. Yes, it does appear that our phones are working. Imagine that. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Live here in Los Angeles in the KPFK Pacifica Radio Studios, just about 60 miles to the west of the uh, 
Still unfolding uh, uh, mass shooting in San Bernardino where 14 people are confirmed dead, some 14 people injured, and now an event just before we go to air with police uh, pursuing a black SUV in San Bernardino. Uh, we've had reports that uh, one of uh, the that at least a suspect has been shot in connection uh, with that event and that another one uh, is is being surrounded. Um, we do have some phones. Let's go. Uh, let's let's get some thoughts from you. My apologies again for uh, my cold and my coughing in the middle of all of this. Uh, but let's go to uh, Alex, I think, in San Bernardino. Uh, hey, Alex, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Brad. How you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Getting over a cold and uh, really, really, really tired of these mass shootings. Uh, so uh, what's on what's on your mind, my friend? Are you actually in San Bernardino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was that the shooting happened at the regional center, right? Correct. At the uh, regional uh, inland regional center. Correct. The regional center takes care of uh, individuals with disabilities and also child protective services, correct? That's right. Yeah, so I worked in transportation, and I worked uh, transporting uh, individuals with uh, mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. Are, are you familiar with this facility, the Inland Regional Center? No, but my father is. And it's a very secure facility with bulletproof glass. You have to have a badge to get in. And uh, there's a lot of security that goes about trying to get into the regional center. Uh, so, for, yeah. For an individual to to be suited up in tactical gear and with a fire rifle to get into the regional center is a little fishy. Uh, well, it it might be uh, fishy. That's not the reports that we had that the, that it was a secure facility that they had bulletproof glass. Uh, and so I I don't know if if that's accurate or not. Have you have you been there? You say your father is uh, familiar with it. Does he work there? No, he doesn't work there, but he has a in the in the business in the industry that we work in. Yeah, he has to go into the regional center and do uh, certain things and, and, and make reports and stuff like that. So he's in there and he's in and out of there all the time. Okay, thanks, Alex. I appreciate uh, I appreciate that report. Let's see what else we've got. Uh, uh, and Des, I'm having trouble getting to that. Uh, phone page there. There we go. Uh, let me go to uh, Theo in Temecula. Hey, uh, Theo, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm a I'm an infantry marine, mm-hmm. uh, combat wounded and retired. And uh, my question to the you know to both parties first to to the Democrats, uh, the weapon that the uh, suspected criminals use it can't be purchased through the NRA. And then to the Republicans. Um, no, what do you mean it yeah. can't be? What do you mean? It can, wait, hang, hang on a second, uh, Theo. What do you mean it can't be purchased through the NRA? Fully automatic weapons, you can't get as a civilian. Well, cannot, we we don't you, know. You can't legally purchase fully automatic weapons as a civilian. It, there's a lot of things about this that we don't know. So for the Republican side, you know, thoughts and prayers are fine and dandy, but what we actually need, we need answers to. You know, what ethnicity they are, what's their background, what's their connection. That's going to actually help more than just trying to pick one side against the NRA or against thoughts and prayers. We need more information on to the ethnicity. We need information on to where these guys come from, what their motive was. That's what we need instead of just speculation, right? Well, of course. And uh, I, I have not seen the reports that these were fully automatic weapons. Uh, and uh, that, that could have... AK-47s, I was listening to 
According to the police scanner, you say that they were AK-47s? AK-47s. All right. Well, we have not been able to confirm that. I haven't uh, heard it, uh, of course, myself, not doubting you. I just haven't heard it myself. And yes, of course, we need a lot more uh, information. But what we do know, and which remains true, no matter who was behind this, no matter what happened here, what remains true is it's too damn easy to get your hands on guns in this uh, in this country uh, without background checks. And that is... Uh, uh, just that is just a fact, and that is a fact that uh, even well, members of the NRA it support. Take, it took me ten days to get my weapon. Okay, I'm a certified combat vet. Mm-hmm. There was a lengthy background check. I went the legal route. Now, if we make guns illegal, the guys that are still wanting to get their hands on guns, they're going to get their hands on guns, and they're going to be able to kill way more people. Yeah, well, I agree with responsible gun ownership. Yeah, but we need to stop limiting responsible gun owners from being able to protect themselves and their families. Well, I, I don't think I don't think we are I don't think we are limiting that uh, uh, Theo, and I don't think we're keeping anybody, frankly, from buying guns. This is uh, you know talk about background checks. If there were more concealed yeah. at this particular uh, facility, I don't think there would have been as many as many casualties, and that's just the truth. I, if more people were allowed to go through the proper steps to get their concealed carry permit, there would be less casualties. Right. More people would understand the proper escalation of force. And went to shoot back. I, I appreciate that uh, your remarks. And for those who who couldn't hear uh, Theo, he was saying that uh, the more uh, concealed weapons that are out there, then the safer we are. Now, studies don't seem to back that up. At least the studies that I have seen. Uh, I can't imagine, uh, you know, more guns somehow keeping us safe. And uh, the studies, if you go to bradblog.com, we had a, a, a video from a, a remarkable, remarkable report from ABC News about a year or two ago. Uh, might have even been longer. Uh, might have been after the uh, Sandy Hook shooting, uh, showing exactly what happens uh, when people are in a situation like this, uh, when a, a shooter shows up, a mass shooter shows up, and how difficult it is for them to get to their gun, how they end up uh, harming themselves, how they end up harming others, how they don't end up uh, saving, you know, taking down the shooter. And we saw that in the Aurora, Colorado case. Uh, police were there. Police were there with guns within 90 seconds, and yet still some 70, 70 people uh, were shot in that event. I'm not sure how all of those people in that crowded movie theater watching Batman pulling out guns in the darkness and firing would have helped that situation, would have made that situation better. But obviously, uh, uh, Theo feels differently. Let's go to Paul in Los Angeles. Hey, Paul, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. Hear your voice. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you. I'm a third-generation Los Angeles native, um, having grown up here in this area and having my family and grandparents. And I have never in my life seen and heard of so much gun violence. I mean, when, I was, when we were kids, this just, it, wasn't, it was never a, a political issue or, or topic in, in a, in a, a in, in a candidacy running, it just mm-hmm. it wasn't such such an issue, and, and I think I think mentally everything has changed because the Republican kind of concept is that more guns are the solution, and I can't I just don't understand. I think we've all lost our minds because I think people are jumping on that bandwagon and thinking that that because they think we're going to take the guns away or that the Democrats somehow have the power to take guns away from people without doing 
any kind of background check is 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 a fear of theirs, and that's that's what it all comes down to. Is yeah. this, this crazy fear. Yep. It, well, and, it, it is a fear, and it's it, it's it's not backed up. There's there's you know there there are no. Uh, I love to whenever you talk about guns, you will be called Paul. I promise you, you are a gun grabber. You may want to take away nobody's guns, but you're a gun grabber in their mind. And they've turned this around. They've turned around the idea of of gun safety into uh, you know gun control, taking away guns from people. And it's just insane. If there was more guns out there, I mean, for Christ's sake, how many more guns do we need out there? We've got more guns than we have people at this point. That's that's my point. And and I don't know how the, you know, half of the country or or more believe that that is a solution. I just don't understand what kind of thought process that is where where people believe that more guns are going to help the the mass shooting. Yeah, it's not it's not a thought process, Paul. It's it's not a thought process, Paul. It's Fox News. That's the difference. I got to run because we're coming up to the top of the hour. So uh, I appreciate your call, Paul. Uh, let me get to uh, very quickly Sarah in uh, in Koreatown out here in L.A. Uh, hey, Sarah, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, Brad. Hi. Well, uh, I just want to you know, for those of us who've been cannabis consumers. We've worn all kinds of scarlet letters and stigma, and yet cannabis has never harmed or killed anyone. And they keep um, using excuses, guns don't kill people, people kill people stuff. Well, people who use cannabis have have endured all kinds of insults and and humiliation and and just, and take it. You're going to have to take it. Yes, people kill people, but if everybody's armed... Then what? We're going to stop language and communication and just shoot each other? I mean, I, I don't get it. You're not alone, uh, Sarah, in uh, looking at this and saying, well, guns are perfectly legal, but somehow marijuana is outlawed. It it makes absolutely no sense. I appreciate the call, Sarah. Thank you. Um, let me get to uh, very quickly uh, Larita in, uh, in Burbank. Uh, hey, Larita, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, Brad. Good old Brad, I met you back in 2003 at your um, an event for Howard Dean at USC. And I haven't forgotten you. You're just the same old. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not old. I am old. But I just well, want to I'm, I'm kind of old because I don't even remember that event. But I believe you, Larita. What's on your mind? <laughs> just wanted to congratulate you on the comparison between and the reactions um, between the, ca- the candidates, the uh, Democrats, against the um, Republicans uh, regarding what is going on. That was a great comparison. I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> well, yeah. My, my thoughts and prayers are with you, Larita. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Uh, that's about, apparently... The, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I am with Paul and your latest call, um, caller, Sarah, I think her name was. Um, of course, we all agree on that. So. All right. Um, that, that's all right now, but uh, thank you for your program. Uh, all right. Thank you uh, f- for checking in, Larita. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, do we have time for one more call, Des, or we gotta, no, we got to get out? Okay. I'm sorry to say we do. Once again, uh, repeating the story, uh, this continuing uh, breaking news, and I don't know if they've uh, got this other suspect now in San Bernardino or not, but... Uh, 14 dead and uh, about 14 wounded in this horrible shooting out here in uh, San Bernardino just about an hour 
east of Los Angeles at the Inland Regional Center. Once again, another mass shooting, and once again, the second one today alone. And you're probably not going to hear that out there in the rest of the news media, unfortunately. This continues to happen. This is getting worse. This is not getting better. And that's despite the uh, record number of uh, guns purchased on Black Friday this year. So more guns makes us safer. Apparently not so far. My thanks to Desi Doyen, our producer, to Cynthia Cohn, our booking goddess, to G, our soundboard operator, to Ernesto Arce, our news director out here at KPFK. Uh, you can tweet me at the Brad Blog, and you can find me, of course, at bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world.